listening to R.O.D. coming at you live. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to the Auto D Show here on Dave Pratt's Star Worldwide Networks, broadcasting from high above Camelback Road in beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona. I am your host, Otto Daniolo, and tonight my guest on the show is singer-songwriter Cameron Marin, who fronts a band out of Lake Havasu called The Borrowers. I'm a fan. Uh, Cameron will be joining me right after I share a song from the Fervor Records catalog called Afraid of Me by Courtney Cotter King here on the Auto D Show. Check it out. Just because I smell nice doesn't mean that I'm scary. Just because my legs are smooth doesn't mean yours are too hairy. Afraid of Me by Courtney Cotter King here on the Auto D Show, which is brought to you in part by my good friends at Fervor Records and also by TheRecordingArtist.com, where I cut a new record with a different band every Wednesday night, and you can watch it happen live at TheRecordingArtist.com. In fact, once we're finished, I post the new recording on the website, and then I make a TV show about it called The Recording Artist, which is available on Amazon Prime and on our website, and also on our Roku channel, which is uh, free to download if you have a Roku account, and the channel is called The Recording Artist. So to get your band on the TV show or to become a sponsor of one of the coolest new music projects out there, just visit TheRecordingArtist.com. And uh, on another note, before we get started, next Tuesday, before my evening podcast, I will be uh, the guest of Ruth and Angie McCartney's on their 
morning podcast called T-Flix Tuesdays. It's live out of L.A., video podcast at 11.30, so check that out. T-Flix Tuesdays, next Tuesday morning, and we'll be chatting about uh, all the crazy things that I've got going on. And that's about it. So anyway, let's get on to tonight's show where I get to introduce my guest, singer-songwriter Cameron Marin. Cameron, how are you doing, man? Doing great. Thanks for day. Thanks for taking the time to chat with me tonight. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. So you're up in Lake Havasu, I assume. Yeah, it's getting <laughs> okay. hot. It, it is. You know, today was a good day, though. Yeah. It was like a hundred degrees two days ago down here. I don't know what it was like up there. Yeah, I was in Williams over the weekend. That was amazing. It oh, was good. Like Seventy degrees. Oh, perfect. And then uh, speaking of uh, traveling around, you're going to be down here in the Phoenix Metro Valley this weekend. You've got some shows coming up. Why don't you tell me about those? Yeah, uh, Friday night we're playing at Lucky's with our friends, the UAPs. They're going to be playing from 6 to 8. Uh, they got a really great sound. And then we're going to be playing from 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock with a mix of like originals and some covers for Cinco de Mayo. Cool. Is that the only gig uh, on the weekend down here? And then Saturday night, we're playing at the Pub Rock with uh, our friends, um, Elective Theater. Uh, our keyboardist, Brian, he heads that band. And then a Phoenix band called Alternative Citizens. That's okay. a $8 show online, 10 bucks at the door. It's going to be a fun night with three great bands. Very, very cool. And speaking of three great bands, you're in a band that is called The Borrowers. And I think that's a that's a pretty great band. And to you know, just to lay all the cards on the table, I have had you on the recording artist program, and uh, had a chance to meet the band and bring you guys in and, uh, and and put you on that webcast. So you'll be featured in season two television uh, series, which will be I think the first episode drops in about six weeks. I don't have the dead the actual actual date of it yet, but it's going to start coming. Awesome! Finally, yeah, that was an amazing experience. <laughs> Well, you guys Definitely were, a bonding experience for the band, too. Cool. Well, I was really happy to have you guys on. Um, you know, one of the things that I really dug about the band was was your voice. Your voice is really cool. It uh, has, a, has a neat, communicative character. You can just kind of listen to you. Some singers, I think, they're about, they have a style. So if you like their style, you can kind of listen to them. Uh, other voices just draw you in, and I feel like that's kind of the voice you have, that when you're singing, you just want to sit there and see what it is you have to say. And I think that's, I don't know how, it's intangible, but it's something I just feel like you have. Oh, well, thank you so much. You know, I'm not good at a lot of things, but I can make pretty good noises with my mouth. <laughs> yeah, and pretty good songwriting, too. Now, uh, and when it comes to songwriting for the borrowers, are you writing all the tunes or are other people involved? Yeah, I write all the lyrics. Uh, I kind of write like the skeleton of the song. I'll write the rhythm. Mm-hmm. and the lyrics, and I'll bring in musicians that I respect their talent, and I kind of have them sprinkle on their their taste on it, too. So it's definitely a collaboration project. Mm-hmm. So right now in The Borrowers, how many people are in the band? We're a six-piece right now. we got uh, Jeremy Arnold and Brittany Manson, their boyfriend and girlfriend. They're in the UAPs. So they're in another Havasu band, and we all kind of work together. Um, Jeremy's on bass, Brittany's on backup vocals, we got our newest member, Brian Hall, on keyboards, and we got Dylan Barnick on lead guitar, and we have Carson on the drums right now, but this weekend we're going to have 
uh, Jeremy's brother Billy filling in on the drums, but normally it's Carson Kolb. That's it's a real good uh, group. Cool. Um, gosh, I just had a, I had a question I wanted to ask. Oh yeah, we mentioned the uh, Europe and Lake Havasu, and that's where the band is from, right? And yeah, so we all grew up here. Yeah. And I uh, went to school out here. That's something I think that's special about the band. There's not a lot of original music always coming out of Havasu so that I could find such a talented group in the small town is uh, really special to me. Yeah, in fact, I think uh, one of the things that struck me when we first met and talked about the band was that no one moved away from Lake Havasu. Everybody grew up there and they kind of stayed there. You have this band and you continue to be essentially based out of Havasu. And I would think that a lot of times in smaller towns, I'm going to call Lake Havasu a smaller town, uh, people, a lot of people tend to leave, so it's harder to keep that ensemble together over the years. But uh, it seems like Lake Havasu seems to be a pretty special place for you guys. Yeah, and it's kind of cool because like Flagstaff is three hours away, Phoenix is three hours away, SoCal's like four hours, four and a half. So we're kind of able to hit all these different spots from like the middle of it and we're able to web out mm-hmm. um whereas like if we lived in phoenix i would be like an eight-hour drive to california yeah that's true and you mentioned flagstaff i just heard that snowball is still open and it's going to be open through the end of may well, that's awesome yeah i gotta make it up there i love it out there i mean i can't believe that i guess with all the water and, and rain they've had they've been able to make enough snow and it's been chilly enough uh, it's surprising you can still ski in Arizona this late. Yeah, it's it's a trip driving from here to there because it's real deserty out here, and you drive three hours up the hill, and you watch it get more and more green, and you see the trees start popping up, and then some snow, and it's like, am I even in the same state right now? <laughs> I know it happens pretty fast. Yeah, it's a trip. Well, listen, let's get back to the songs for a second. Um, you mentioned that you're the primary writer. When when did you first start writing? How old were you? You know, I, I tried to start writing probably towards the end of high school, maybe around 17, 18. I wrote a lot of bad songs mm-hmm. for a long time, I feel like. Uh, nothing that I really put out. Um, I have a demo somewhere that I don't like people to see, so I won't tell you where to find it. It was just my original stuff when I was just getting out of high school. Yeah. I went through a really bad breakup in college, uh-huh. and... I kind of use songwriting as a way to wrap my head around it and like the emotions I was feeling. It was kind of like an outlet for me to understand my own emotions, I guess. And that was our first album, Semblance. Mm-hmm. And um, I've kind of just gotten better at opening myself up to songwriting and being more of an antenna than like trying to force a song that I want to be about a specific thing. Mm-hmm. I try to kind of let it come to me. It's a process. Yeah, you know, I usually start with a progression, and then um, I'll start with vowels. I'll start singing some vowels and getting some uh, vocal melodies, and then I'll get a word or two or a phrase, and then it'll be like, all right, that's what this song's about. Yeah. And then I'll just kind of go from there. I love that process. I think um, that's kind of similar to how I I approach it. And I also remember reading years ago that uh, Sting would write that way, meaning that it was more important to him what vowel was going to be up on that top note than what word was being said. And uh, so very often it's just, we'll figure out the words later. We need certain sounds in certain places that make it musical. Yeah. You know? So I kind of let the vowels lead me into the words. Yeah, I think that's very cool. That's very cool. 
Um, you mentioned your first record. Um, I found you guys on Spotify accidentally because of a song you had put out, which I believe was from a breakup, if I recall the story correctly. Maybe the one you were referring. And the song. Um, that one's from our second album. That one's like about the very beginning of a relationship. Okay. And so that tune was called Emily. Yeah, and, and I and what's funny is my wife's name is Emily, and I have not written Emily in Emily's song. <laughs> and we heard this, yeah. and I was like, "Hey, this is really clever." I loved the way you sang her name on the hook, and I just really dug the song. And so I was listening to it because of that. But the more I listened to it, the more I really, really enjoyed the uh, the melody and uh, the sound of your voice. And that's when I tried to hunt you guys down to get you on the TV show. Yeah, I love that. What a coincidence. That's a, that's a special song. It's about a. Uh that fresh feeling when you first start seeing somebody and everything's simple. And I think that's a special moment to capture, especially because some of our other songs aren't quite as happy. <laughs> yeah. I don't write a lot of happy songs either. It's like, you want a song? I try to, yeah. I try to put hope up. in every song though. You know, even if it's a song about struggle, I yeah. try to make it about how, you know, like the song we did, the only one about how we're all going through things and we're not alone in it. And it might be a sad song, but rejoice and, knowing that you're not alone and that there's always hope, you know? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, listen, do you mind if I play uh, the tune Emily since we were talking about it? Please do, yeah. Okay, and then who, you say this was on your second record, so this is out there. People can find this on Spotify and in other streaming places. Right, our second album, it's called Fall Out of the Sky. Okay, and what year did that come out? Ooh. Do you recall? I want to say 20... 21. So it's not that long ago. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, let's just check it out real quick. So uh, from the borrowers, here's a cut called Emily on the Auto D show. Check it out. When your eyes been mine, I seem to find a different point of view.
You're listening to Auto D coming at you live. And that was Emily from The Borrowers, where my guest this evening is uh, Cameron Marin of The Borrowers, the lead singer. Nice track, Cameron. I dig that song a lot. Thanks so much. So I got the date. We up, we uh, put that one out January 13th, 2022. Oh, wow. Cool. So that yeah. wasn't very long ago. Um, the production's pretty dramatic. It's very big. So tell me, where did you do the song? How about that process? Um, we do the songs out in Vegas with a um, good friend of mine, kind of a mentee of mine. His name's uh, Daryl Lamont. Mm-hmm. He was in a local band called Black Market back in the day from Lake Havasu, actually. And um, he was a big influence of mine back in the day. They were like the first band I saw. Oh, cool. Um, that was something that I, wasn't like that. something that my parents dragged me along to. It was like <laughs> my first show. Like, I'm going to go see this band. Um, I remember I made myself a T-shirt because I didn't have access to any of their merch. And um, That's cool. We went through a handful of studios that didn't work out. It was a real pain and ended up running into him at one of my gigs at a bar in town. And afterwards we had a couple of drinks and we're talking just about everything I was going through. And he's like, you know, I produce music, right? And um, I'm like, no, he's like, yeah, come produce with me. And um, we ended up doing semblance in a week after like three years of trying to get it done (laughs) at different studios. And um, he's just been a, a big help and, I feel like I haven't had a lot of great teachers in my life, so Daryl's definitely uh, been that for me. That's very, very cool. Well, the record sounds great. The production's really, really big. I like that, and that's a powerful Yeah, I love working with him. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of the same influences, and his old band is one of my influences, so it seems like we're always on the same page and going in the same directions. Cool. It's interesting that you did it so quickly once you were uh, in the right hands. What were the biggest differences right away? Um, uh, professionalism and, um, time management and determination to get it done. I think, yeah. Uh-huh. Interesting. He's just really organized. Um, always really good at structuring how he wants to record the band to get it done the best way. And, um, yeah, it's just a pleasure working with him. Cool. Well, listen, uh, when you write songs, do you have a primary process? I mean, do you grab a guitar or do you work on a keyboard or do you just start with melodies in your head? Um, you know, it's almost always the rhythm section. I know that semblance was almost entirely on my guitar. Um, a lot of fallout, m- mostly the guitar, but lately a lot of the songs have been shifting to piano. The song mm-hmm. we did, the only one together, um, I wrote that one on the piano and then kind of transferred it over to the band and we make it a little bigger make it a little louder mm-hmm. and uh comes out how it comes out mm-hmm. yeah cool. dylan came up with the progression for the guitar solo on that one that was just such a beautiful addition his addition his uh guitar solos blow me away yeah um do you actually play guitar during the shows or do you just you just let the band kind of play you just sing i try not to um, I like to give the instrumental to the band and get away from the instrument because I love being that middleman between the band and the audience that can kind of connect them together. Mm-hmm. I want to um, entertain and I want to present the songs to people instead of just being stuck behind an instrument the whole time. And that way I could really focus on my vocals too and um, 
you know, the guys always bring in cool parts. Jeremy's bass line on the song we did is it's got such a groove to it. it really moves the song along. And uh, I just love collaborating with uh, great musicians. Mm-hmm. In fact, the bass line in Emily was pretty dramatic melody. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Yeah. You know, that's one of the songs I wrote the fastest. Yeah. And like, I wanted to add all these complicated things and our guitarists at the time, when I wrote the song, not when we recorded it, we had Dylan by then, but he was like, um, don't complicate this one. Like the song's about how simple everything is right now. So the song should stay that way. And I'm like, you're absolutely right. Yeah. That's interesting. Cause I think it works really, really well. I think it's really cool. And then you mentioned uh, the tune, the only one that you uh, wrote on piano. Um, and that's, that is a song that we actually did record live online for the show at the recording artist. Uh, I'd like to play that one too for you. Absolutely. And uh, that's, we got some new band members along the way. A couple things have shifted. Um, and this is the first song we've done that includes all of the new band members. So it was a really special song for us. Cool. Well, let's check this out. So this is probably, what was it, about six months ago? I'd have to even go back and check the dates. Oh, wait, I can tell yeah. you this. It was band number 25, and we're on band number 35 now. So it was 10 to 12 weeks ago. So there you go. About three months, three or four, three and a half months. Okay, well, let's check it out anyway. This is called The Only One, again, by the borrower, by the borrowers here on the Auto D Show. Check it out.
tell me we're the only ones The only hearts to start again The only ones who've lost a friend The only ones that break and mend And that was the only one here on the Auto D show from the Borrowers, where my guest this evening is Cameron Marin, the lead singer of the Borrowers. Another great song, big, powerful, powerful vocal on there on the end. I love that. Yeah, it was a pleasure to record with you on that. Raising that note up to that high note at the end was a great idea you gave us. It was a lot of fun hearing it here in these headphones at the studio. It's like, oh, I need to turn the vocal up a little bit on those parts and let it really come through. <laughs> but, you know, it's funny. We get two hours to do a song and two hours to do a mix, and that's kind of what the show is all about. So it's down and dirty. But it sounds great, all things considered. I really do like it. Um, you know, before we get started on the show, you also mentioned to me that uh, you've got a solo project. So tell me what that's all about. Is this a completely different band, or is it just you, or what's that all about? Um, it's really just me and Daryl. That's more of a intimate recording process between us. Um, I kind of give him my ideas, and he's like a funnel, and he funnels the idea down. I've made a couple of mixes on GarageBand, and um, he kind of takes them and makes them into something that is more mainstream. Um, they're more studio albums. They're going to be, they have like a lot of synths and some lo-fi vibes. Um, and this will be kind of just me and mine and Daryl's ideas. It's kind of the op- opposite direction of the bars. The bars is about taking these songs and bringing people in, letting them add um, their nuances. And the solo project is more um, just a, a fuller experience of, of myself, I guess, and mm-hmm. my own um perspective and working with Daryl he really puts the songs together well and puts in a lot of good ideas um we're always on the same page like I was saying and we're going to be doing two covers uh one of them's out already we did a cover of the Harry Styles song as it was but we slowed it down a tiny bit so the beat's more open um Daryl put some low some lo-fi vibes on it and the keyboards on it are more of like an MGMT feel than like a uh, dream pop feel. 
Mm-hmm. And we're going to be doing a cover of an old song. Um, the Eagles, I Can't Tell You Why. Oh, cool. Because that song has a lot of those low five vibes in it already. So we want to kind of lean into that and give it some like Tame and Paula vocals and uh, kind of write it for people who have never heard it before. And then there's going to be two originals on the album called In the Air. And what's the other one called? <laughs> we'll get back to that. But yeah, so it's going to be like a four song EP, just kind of putting myself out there. And that's kind of for, you know, the band gets busy with six people. You can't always keep going. So yeah, I figure yeah. if the band slowed down, I could lean into my solo project and I could just tour that acoustic if I need to. And then uh, when the band's ready to go, we uh, keep rolling. And that way I could keep rolling and releasing music. Cool. And then this will be just under your name. It won't be, you know, there won't be a band name or a pseudonym. Yeah, it's a self-titled Cameron Marin. Okay, cool. And do you have an expected uh, release date for the EP? Um, we have the Harry Styles one out now. I don't have a release date yet, but it should be out in the next couple months. I'd say probably three months. Okay, because you got the rest of it already kind of, uh, you've already started tracking it? or. Yeah, we need to finish up the vocals on the other songs. Mm-hmm. Um, Daryl lives out in Vegas, so a lot of it is over the computer. Like, what do you think of this? So do you, um, do you cut tracks at home and send them to him, and he cuts tracks and sends them to you, or are you going to Vegas a lot? Um, yeah, no, like I was saying, I, I kind of I made the songs on GarageBand, and um, he knows the direction I want to go, and we talked about how I want them to sound, and he's really um, putting himself into it, too, and um, helping me put the songs together into something that is more... Pop, I guess. Mm-hmm. More pop, yeah. That would be a good way of saying it than the borrowers. Okay. So tell me about the um, the three songs that you sent me here just uh, a few hours before we came on. You sent me three tunes, um, and I did. I just loaded them into my player without checking them out. But but to cue them up, I noticed one of the count up on the front still. Are these uh, rough demos of songs, or are these tunes that have been released as well? Uh, which ones? You sent me As You Are, Big Talk, it says Big Talk Scratch, which I guess is a scratch track. I don't know. And then the Fall Out of the Sky. Ooh, I hope I didn't send you the wrong file. Yeah, those are songs from our new album. Okay. So this is a record that is released or is not released? Uh, it's already released, yeah, Fall Out of the Sky. Okay, cool. That's our second album. Oh, okay. So these are this, So Emily, this is, these are cuts from the record that has Emily on it as well. Correct. Okay, cool. And as far as the borrowers go, is there a third album in the works? Yeah, you know, we're working on it. we got a handful of songs ready to go, but we definitely need to brush up some of them and add a couple more songs, too, before we do a full album. Mm-hmm. Well, and it sounds like everybody in the band is in other bands, too. You mentioned uh, the uh, UAPs. Yeah, we're all kind of have some musicians, and we all kind of work together with what we got, and working out well so are the other guys working on original material for their projects as well um i know that they're putting some songs together the uaps they haven't recorded them yet uh Mm -hmm. brian's band um elective theater they have some songs out on spotify right now they have a song called humility that is really good and um probably their most popular song it's got 
a Radiohead vibe, but it doesn't get trapped in imitation. It's, it's a great song. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. And so if people wanted to hunt you down, check you out, what's the easiest way to find you guys? Do you have a website? or? Um, all of our tags online are at The Borrower's Music. If you want to look for our social media, um, you can just find us on Spotify at The Borrowers. Um, what else? We got a YouTube channel that's also The Borrower's Music. Cool. And you're not you're not uh, Eventbrite. <laughs> if you want to get our tickets for it, we're on Eventbrite for those oh, upcoming shows. And I forgot to mention on May nineteenth we have a big show coming up in California. We're gonna be opening up for Haley Reinhardt and uh that's probably our biggest act that we're opening for so far. She got third place on American Idol season ten and she's cool. got like five million monthly listeners, so that's a that's a big one for us. We're excited about it. Cool. Where is that show gonna be? That one is in Montclair at the Canyon in Montclair, California. Cool. And I know you guys recently, or I should say within the last few months, you played at the Whiskey, too, in, in Hollywood, didn't you? Oh, yeah, we love playing at the Whiskey. We, we've been playing there at least once every other month over the last year. We opened up for Quiet Riot for their 40-year <laughs> anniversary at the last show we did. How was that? It was a lot of fun. Uh, great energy, the, the crowd there. We were one of the opening bands, but there was already a, a big crowd there and very responsive. It's really fun playing there. You could tell that people are really going out to hear some great music. Mm-hmm. That'd be an interesting band to open for. Yeah, you know, I, I used to listen to them. I used to do like football in high school, and before the games, I would listen to that. Come on, feel the noise. Pump myself up. So yeah. definitely. So was it fun? Not did you get? A, did you have a chance? In my lifetime, but yeah. did you have a chance to meet him and chat with him at the show? Yeah, you know, um, a lot of the members have shifted. I know some have passed away, but yeah. I got to meet the guys. They were they were nice guys, and it was a fun time. We opened up for another band there called the Black Moods. And yeah, they're a Phoenix they were, band. I know those guys. Yeah, they're really cool. That was a really fun show. Really nice guys too. We went out for some drinks with them after. Very cool. Yeah, I've known those guys for years. In fact, um, they were on the original iter- iteration of the recording artist show that I did in 2014 when I first started it. And uh, Oh, I, no way. Yeah, and then I ran into them uh, at, a, at a concert this last uh, January and uh, talked about having them on this season, and they said they'd love to, but you know their schedule's been really busy and we've not really connected for it. But those guys are great. Yeah. They got a great energy and uh, that, that blues rock vibe is- Really yeah. strong. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Well, listen, um, if there's a venue you haven't played in Phoenix area, metro area, that you'd want to play, what would it be? You know, I'm, I'm dying to play the Crescent Ballroom. I've been to some amazing shows there. I like how it's a little smaller and more intimate. The mm-hmm. Van Buren is absolutely beautiful, and the acoustics in there are amazing. Um, those would probably be my top two. Yeah. The Van Buren's pretty big space. Pretty huge. Which one? The Van Buren. Pretty huge stage, too. Yeah. I love that venue. I've seen a lot of great acts there. Who have you seen there? Let's see. I saw uh, Andrew McMahon. Mm-hmm. He's one of my favorites. Goes back a long time. I actually saw, um, what's his name? I don't know. Oh, he's I, a YouTuber. He does like, um, he does that Flamingo song. Why can't I remember it? And then, yeah, I, know. I didn't mean to put see. you on the spot. 
at Crescent Ballroom, I've seen Das mm-hmm. front row. That was cool. There's no barrier between the stage and the crowd. So, like, I could have reached out and touched his mic stand. We were, like, chatting between songs. Um, I've seen Augustana there, I think, three times. They're one of my favorite bands. Cool. Um, yeah. How about how about the acts that come through uh, Lake Havasu? Do you get is there a pretty big uh, flow of people, or do they kind of skip Havasu on tour? Um, it's mostly cover bands out here. Uh-huh. Um, on occasion we'll get something interesting, but mm-hmm. um, there's a concert lounge here, and they exclusively do like tribute bands and stuff. And mm-hmm. So not a lot of, like, original acts. Sometimes a country star will come out and do a show like Windsor Beach or something like that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, listen, t- uh, why don't you pick one of the three tunes you sent me to, to play? We'll play one more song here. Um, so you pick As You Are, Big Talk, or Fall Out of the Sky. Did you say Big Talk says Scratch track on it? It says Scratch, so maybe we should skip that one. I hope I sent you the right one. Um, I I would say Fall Out of the Sky, the title track. That's a good one. All right, well, let's play it. You want to tell me a little bit about it? How did this song come about? Um, You know, there's a couple iterations of the song. Um, It's kind of about anxiety. Um, Friends changing from anxiety and not really being themselves or myself. Nothing's going to fall out of the sky. It kind of has a double meaning of like, you got to go put in the work. Nothing's going to fall out of the sky and just uh, hand it to you. And the the double meaning, I guess, falls into the anxiety that, like, you got to live each day not afraid that the world's not going to end tomorrow, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, let's I, check it out. This is a Fall Out of the Sky from the borrowers here on the Auto D Show. So let me ask you, with that count off, this is the record or is that the demo? That's definitely the demo. I I can try (laughs) to send you another one. Or I I did email you the the Harry Styles cover I did. Let me double check. Yeah, I've got got As You Are. Um, Yeah, let's let's try that one. And I'll double check in my drive that I sent the right one. Yeah, so I was going to say, it's like, I'm not sure that's the record. Okay, so let's see what this one is. That sounds like a record. Oh, here, let me... Or is it the demo on guitar? Sounds like a demo. Yeah, you sent me all the demos on those three, man. Yeah, I think I say... (laughs) Musicians. You you just end up with too many files, you know, all, all over your computer, don't you? It's tough. Well, that's cool. Don't, yeah. don't worry about that. Yeah, I can't really log in and get to anything else to download it. So that's sorry fine. about that. Yeah. I definitely sent the wrong file. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, we can listen to the demos if you want, but I mean, most people don't want it. They want to go. No, man, we get the. I mean, so, um, now we're good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you never remember what you left in the demo because it didn't matter. <laughs> You know, so right. it's like, oh no, I forgot. I quit singing there and I knocked my drink over. I'm just afraid of someone saying something offhanded during yeah, the, I don't know what, what's on this. 
It's kind of funny. Well, I, I promise I won't I won't post them anywhere, Sharm. We'll just uh, but I would love to hear those <laughs> other ones. I'll have to go hunt them down online. Absolutely. Cool, man. Well, listen, I just want to thank you for uh, coming down or coming on the show tonight and talking with me. I really appreciate it. And uh, just wanted you to reiterate one more time with the uh, next couple of gigs coming up, where they are and when they are. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's a, it's a pleasure being on here. Um, we have, we're playing at Lucky's Indoor Outdoor in Phoenix this Friday with the UAPs opening. The UAPs are going to be playing from 6 to 8. And then our band, The Borrowers, is going to be playing from 8 to 10. Um, that's a free show. And then we're playing at the Pub Rock in Scottsdale Saturday night with Elective Theater, um, our keyboardist band, and Phoenix band, Alternative Citizens. And uh, doors are at 6. The show starts at 7 there. Cool. And um, it's going to be a great night of music. And then on May 19th, we'll be out in Montclair, California, at the Canyon uh, opening up for Haley Reinhardt. That's going to be a lot of fun, too. Okay. Uh-huh. I can't wait. Yeah, well, congratulations, man. I look forward to hearing about that. And I'm going to try and make it to the uh, show on the 5th. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, please do. That would be great. All right, Cameron, thanks so much for your time, man. Have a great night. Thanks, Bono. You have a great night, too. too. Thank we'll you. Talk to you soon. Bye now. And you've been listening to Cameron Marin from The Borrowers as my guest here on the Auto D Show. And so we will check you out again uh, next week. We'll see you then. Take care.